Welcome to Refocus on You, the podcast that takes you through a spiritual journey of overcoming the battles and gaining the victories in your life by incorporating the eight fundamentals of health. Connect with us online at refocusonyou.com. That's refocus on the letter U.com. Or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash refocus on you. Now, sit back, rest, relax, refocus, renew, relive, and trust in God completely. Here is your host, Melinda P., and co-host, Dr. E. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, good morning, Ohio Gazimus, as we say in Japanese. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Melinda P., in the house. Dr. E. is in the house, too. What's going on over there, Dr. E? Oh, Melinda P., everything is going really, really good. You and I have been having a wonderful time down here in sunny Las Vegas. Yes. We have had some epiphanies and heard the voice of God in the direction that he wants us to go and have received his blessings. And we know that because we have been able to record without incident. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for that because I am telling you, Melinda P. and I are not sound people or whatever, no, boons or busts. We don't true. know anything about it. we just two little ladies <laughs> that got a word for the Lord we want to share with you. And we have been blessed that all has gone well and we've been able to get some real work done. Exactly. And, you know, we're not playing around either. You know, we are enjoying ourselves, like she said, but we are here to get some work done, catch up on some things. We've been behind for a while due to some personal things, you know, such as trying to get this sound correct and these audio tracks, you know, having problems with that. But hey, you know what? God is good. You know, we're going to still keep on moving and grooving. All right. Yes, And keep doing what we're doing. And so I hope and pray all is well with you guys. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Let us know what's up and let us know if there's some things that you would like for us to address and subject, a subject, you know, to talk about. Please give me a ring, right? Give me a ring at 951-582-5880 or Melinda P at refocusonyou.com. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into it right now. Our topic, guess what, guys? What is our topic for today? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> you need to let that go. Yeah. <laughs> I went blank for a minute, okay? But no, we want to talk about letting go, all right? Letting go of some things. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard, you know? Oh, it's very And hard. when you're put in a comfortable position... Change is hard. There's no doubt about it. I tell you, you know, in the past, I was not a person of change, especially when things were good. You know how they say, if it ain't broke, why fix it? it. Right, exactly. And so I did not like change, not like change at all. But I have found myself in the last five years where I've had to accept and embrace change. And what we're going to talk about comes really from our text for today, and that is Isaiah 43, 19. All right. Again, Isaiah 43, verse 19 from the New Living Translation version. And it says, for I 
am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And that's powerful, guys. You know, when God says that he's about to do something new, let me tell you, he's about to do something Something new. new. Yeah. And the reason why I say this is because one of the hardest things, like I said, when I got diagnosed with myositis and interstitial lung disease is that I had to make that change in my life. I had to begin a new lifestyle. Having been in the military and then worked for the Department of Defense, there came a time when I needed to move, all right? And I remember the doctors telling me, hey, you know, if you want better health, you're going to have to change your environment, all right? And so they said warmer climate is going to be better for you. So, you know, this was kind of the reason how I ended up getting, well, this was my reason or shall I say why well, I wanted to get away out of the Midwest because I've been in the Midwest just about all my life and lived overseas for half my life as well. And so I needed a change and it was scary. Oh my goodness, let me tell you. I didn't know anyone. And when I applied for a position out here on the West Coast, California came up. Mm-hmm. I looked at Vegas, I looked at Arizona. But California is what came up. And so, well, like I said, I went to California. And like I said, it was scary. I had no family out here. Everyone that I had known for years was out in the Midwest mm-hmm. and some in the South. That's right. You know? And I can remember, Melinda P., when you said you had received that position right. and how daunting it was for you mm-hmm. to have to make the decision to leave everyone you knew and everything that you were comfortable with. You had a home, mm-hmm, yeah. your family was close by, right. and now you're getting ready to move out to California. I mean, it was so far away from us. Exactly. It was far from everything. Yes. And not to mention the three-hour time difference from the East Coast and two hours from Central Time Center. It's almost like being in a whole new world out yes. here. You know, especially when your family is all back on the East Coast or in the Midwest, like I said. Wow. And I tell you, but I had to look at the benefits of the fact of I needed a change. Well, not only did you need a change, but I also remember, Melinda, that you were comfortable in your job. Yeah. You had established healthy work mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. You were on the path to moving and advancing even further. Yes. But now you had to move to California and under a commanding officer or someone you didn't know, someone that you didn't have a work relationship with. So now you've got to prove yourself mm-hmm. all over again, whereas back in the Midwest, everyone knew who you mm-hmm. were. They knew your work. They knew it was trustworthy. You know, they knew that they could count on it. But now you're in a whole new atmosphere. Right. And I remember it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't easy. It and, and I tell you, in fact, the first six months 
was probably the roughest six months ever when I moved here. And so I started beginning to questioning myself like, but Lord, are you sure? Because I prayed about it. You know, I had prayed about it. I said, Lord, you know, if this is for me, if this is where I should go, you know, please let me know. And he said, go. And so I was nervous. And like I said, my health actually, when I first got here, it seemed like it started to decline. It was beginning. In other words, it had the starting point of like, uh oh. And I had to question myself did I make a bad decision? Did I go about this the right way? And I wanted to go back to where I came from, you know, back to the familiarization, back to where I know everything, where everything was fine. It was stable. Yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to go back because all of a sudden it was like, in other words, instead of getting better, it started to get worse. Worse, And you're wondering, Lord, I let go of this, but what are you sending me to? Right, exactly. I've let go of everything that I knew and where I was comfortable and my family and my friends and colleagues. And now I'm a stranger in a new land and I don't feel good. And I'm about to go somewhere that I did not intend to go to. (laughs) I'm about to go somewhere, but... This reminds me, this situation of what I was feeling, it reminds me of the Israelites when Moses had took them out. Oh, oh, oh my goodness, it reminds me. And you know, they had got to a point where, and then all of a sudden, there was all kind of problems. Well, you know, bring us out here to die. Exactly. They right. Were like, you, know, you know, we had flesh pots. Exactly. In Egypt. We had food. We had everything. We might have been slaves, but we knew where our we, bread, what side exactly. our bread was on. And you done brought us out here in the to middle of the world talking about freedom in the Canaan land, <laughs> a land of milk and honey, but we can't get any water or exactly. a piece of meat out here. <laughs> I mean, you're coming to kill us. That's not right. They looked at it. Lord, is this it? Is right. How many of us uh, yes. have a question God? Exactly. Lord, is this Exactly. Is this the blessing that right. you said you have exactly. for me? Right. You know, and that's how I was. I was questioning myself. I was like, but Lord, I know I heard your voice. I know you said, you know, you Get gave me go. approval to right. go. But Lord, what is going on? This is a disaster. And I need to go back. I need to go back. Mm. And wow, I'm going to tell you, because what had happened was, about six months after, or really, actually, maybe about four or five months, I'd say. But after I got here, my lungs started to come out of remission. All right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they was on a mission. Them yes. suckers was like, hey, we up. Right. You know, we back. We right. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, with a vengeance, they was coming out of remission. And so when they came out of remission and I had to see the doctor and hear the doctors now telling me, well, you got about three years left of life and you don't have to have that double lung transplant. I right. said, wow. Yep. I said, Lord, you brought me here for this? Is this where you brought me? And so, you know, she's leaving a part out. Melinda P. got this news, and then she did a tour, like, 
you know, she came through and said goodbye to all the time. Well, well you but know, that was after, really. That was right. after I got the talk. That's right. That. That, but I'm saying she really <laughs> thought I'm on my way out. Exactly. She had come through Michigan. She made sure that she stopped and saw everybody. Yes. That, and that used to be my mission, too. Exactly. Yes, That's like, I'm mission. here to say good. This is my right. farewell right. tour. <laughs> well, she's still here, y'all. That's what y'all are yeah, still yeah, here. Yeah, she, oh, and she did it right, too. Five years later. Right. Later. Five years later, after her farewell tour, she didn't come out of retirement oh, again, right? <laughs> she back on the field. She had to put her pom-poms oh, down man. and get back out here on this battlefield. Oh, man. But my uh, sister did a farewell tour talking about getting you know, yeah. I just want to tell you that you've been a good cousin. Yeah. And I love you. You've been like a sister to me. I'm looking at this woman talking about, girl, I'll see you. I'll see you next week. <laughs> but, you know, I want to talk to those that they're in a situation where it's hard for them to let go. Yes. All right? Yes. And try new things or do new things. And especially when it comes to your health. All right. And, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, I felt like the Israelites where I wanted to go back, you know, to a place of familiarity to where I know. But then when I had to think about it, go back to what? More relapses? Yes. More sick days being off from work? More hospitalizations, you know, increased hospitalizations, going to hospital? I mean, you know, I had to think about them. And so I had to trust God, even when they said that, hey, you're about down to three years. This is about it for you. I had to trust God that, Lord, you brought me here for a reason. Yes. For a reason. Yes. And so when I got over my little pity patty and like, you know, Dr. E says, my death sentence and like Her oh, farewell to my farewell to when I got over that, mm-hmm. I began to live life, guys. And I began to make some changes in my life. And that's why I'm here today. And so what we want to do is like we want to say is, are you having problems letting go of some things that will better your health? Okay. Right. In other words, you had been ingrained in an entire lifestyle and your success centered around it. Yeah. And it was hard for you to believe if you walked away from that. That God could do something new for you and better for you. Yeah. And it may not have started out the way you thought it was going to start out. That's right. But you're still here and you can see the blessings from the hard decisions that you made about let me let go of the past and let me embrace a new future. Because listen, the truth is, even though the Israelites were slaves, they were comfortable. Exactly. They knew it. So in other words, they were saying, I'd rather live as a slave than the hope of being free, but I don't know how it's going to happen, right? I don't know what's out there. I don't know how I'm going to take care of myself. I don't know where I'm going to end up. And sometimes we do that, folks. It's something that isn't necessarily good for us, but we hold on to it because it's all we know. Yeah. Not realizing if I can let that go. And I think we've even written an article about letting go of the we peanuts, did. right? Letting uh, I think we not the peanuts. No, it was about it was it's about letting go, letting go. But I'm saying how they trap monkeys. You know, they put some peanuts oh, in a little jar. That was in a different article, right? Right. It's another article, right. and you know, it's big enough for the monkey to get his hand in and out, but not with the peanuts. 
And because he doesn't want to let go of the peanuts, he remains trapped there, right. not realizing, listen, let me let go of the peanuts right. and I can be then free. I can, yes. I can be free. Right. Even elephants, if you look as big as an elephant, if you notice they have one little thin rope mm. around the elephant's mm. ankle, mm. now that elephant can break that. He's stronger than that rope. But when they started with that elephant as a child, they put a chain on him. He knew he couldn't break the chain. And as he got older, all they had to do was put a rope around him because just the thought of something being around his foot kept him enslaved. He didn't even know he could be free. And isn't it something that sometimes we yeah. learn things and they keep us trapped yeah. and we could be free but we just have a hard time walking away. And that's unfortunate, Dr. E, because there is so much that God wants to give us. And there's so many things that we can break free from and be delivered from, you know, but because of the unknown and because we're comfortable and right. because we don't like change, we stick right there. We accept it. We, we accept, accept it. our faith. Listen, we say this to you all the time. We, our fathers are still alive and we have two aunts that are alive and I have another aunt on my mother's side and the blessing, the blessing that those relatives of ours chose mm -hmm. a better lifestyle. Yeah. And because of that, do you know, Melinda P., they are still here to offer us guidance yeah. and counsel. Mm. I am so grateful that sometimes I can sit with my 82-year-old and say, you know, Auntie, I'm having this problem with you. Because even though I'm grown with children of my own, it's nice to be able to hear the perspective of someone that's already been sure, through it. Sure. And look at what we have lost. Look at the aunts and uncles and relatives that we have lost, that we don't have the benefit of the blessing of their presence and of their counsel anymore, simply because it was too hard for them to walk away from what they thought they really wanted mm -hmm. and embrace something better. And that's what you and I have been trying to right. do. We have been trying to embrace a better lifestyle so we can have a better quality of life so that our minds can be clearer and we can offer with, you know, good counsel and be here for friends and family members and be an example. And we have, you know, it was very hard for us to embrace change, but just because we decided to embrace change, we have family members that have yeah. embraced change and are living better lives just because they saw us do it and say, you know what, I think, I think I'm going to let go of that. Yeah, and that's very true. I want to kind of curve around a little bit because I really want to focus on the health part mm -hmm. of, you know, people who struggle with various diseases, you know, diabetes, let's say, arthritis, just, you know, autoimmune disorders, different things like that, where you know you need to make some changes, folks. That's right. And you know you need to let go of some things to better your health. You have been in a situation where you have accepted being a diabetic, you have accepted having gout or high blood or pressure, high blood or pressure. COPD, exactly. or asthma, or eczema, anything, exactly, yes. anything that has given you limitations as well as has kept you 
from going ahead. And so, you know, you have these things, you're like, well, you know, my mother had it, my father had it, or that's just how it is. And I suffer with this. And so I'm going to have this. But sometimes you need to let go of the things that that keep you in bondage. Well, and that's because God says, I will give you life and life abundant. Mm-hmm. He does want us to live an mm-hmm. abundant life. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we make choices that keep us in captivity. Right. And we become accustomed to it. It becomes like a glove. We know it. And it's frightening sometimes to go a different way, to change course. Because you've invested so many years in the lifestyle that you've Exactly, had. exactly. So now you want me to turn around? Right. I'm too old. You know, I've lived my, mm-hmm. lived my life. Mm-hmm. Right? But do you know how many people who are 90 saying, had I known I was going to oh, live yeah. this long? Right, I would have, you know. I would have exactly. done some things different. Right, exactly. Right. I mean, there are some people who are 60 talking about, I have lived my life. I'm going to let my kids take it over. You are only 60. I mean, you know, not even just that. You know, I even look at myself. If I would have known that this lung disease, okay, would have come up on me, I would have made a whole bunch of changes. And that's the thing, you know, I would have let go of some of the habits that I was doing, you know, staying up late, let's say, or getting, I never smoked, but the fact was, you know, maybe eating foods that, inflammatory, you know, that inflammatory foods right. That, that exacerbated yeah. if what I would have Exactly. If I would have exercised more, I took advantage of exercising. And I now have found myself in a situation where I have, you know, less than 20% left of the lungs. And so sometimes we ask ourselves, man, I wish I would have known this. I wish I would have known that. But folks, sometimes we do know them, but we still don't want to let go because we don't know. We don't know what will happen. You know, it's funny you should say that because it is, you would think with lung disease, exercise yeah. would be your kryptonite. Yeah. But exercise is what loosens up the lungs so that you you can breathe exactly. better. If you don't get out there and do that, exactly. then you're all choked up. Exactly. Isn't it amazing that the things that God directs us to, he knows. Mm-hmm. So when he's saying you need to get, you know, you're sitting there saying, no, God, I can't do that because right. I only have 20% lung right. capacity. There are people right now who are hemmed up with arthritis, but... Did you know that movement yes, will, keeps, help. will keep your arthritis in check and keep your joints lubricated? Not you, to mention the sun, y'all. And, <laughs> yes. and drinking and the water so you don't have bones. But that's true. Like, that's like, right. like It's a fact and it's real. And sometimes because we have these ailments, we don't want to. We feel like, oh, we can't do this. And I tell you this, I tell you this because I remember in 2017, one of my doctors, he stated that, well, you know, Melinda, it's the nature of the disease. You're not going to be able to walk. Because I was telling him I'm having some hard times. I'm getting out of breath walking. And he said, well, that's the disease. You know, you've got only a few years left and you're not going to be able to walk. Uh, he said, you'll probably be at the most be able to walk a half a block 
total round trip, in mm. other words, yes. round trip a half a block. And he said, you know, you'll be tired and you're not going to be able to do stairs. And for a while, I could not do stairs. And I remember what he had said. And, and you know, folks, this is the thing. If you don't try and challenge yourself, sometimes you have to do uncomfortable things in order to get out of the box. And what I mean by that is when he said that to me, I started thinking and I said, man, this can't be, this can't be. All right. And I started in 2018. I started making those little small steps, you know, because Dr. E is right. You know, you get where you can't move such as arthritis or had the lung disease. You know, you can't do this, but if you don't, it's even worse. And actually, you have to break through that. You have to do it. You have to do those, you know, those steps. You have to do that little extra walking to relieve some of that tension in the body, in the muscles that is built up. Yes. And so, yeah. Here's why it's so hard. Because we know what we know. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to let go of Exactly. What we know. And when we're comfortable with it, too. Yep. And, in, you know, hey. It's fine. Like I said, like I was talking about earlier and yesterday on the previous episode, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Why fix it? This is how I've been all my life. This is all I know. And you're right. This is all you know. Mm -hmm. But there's other information out there. You can learn a new thing, right? That's why God says, I'll do a A new thing thing for you. And when Melinda read the text, she said, it said, In the wilderness and the deserts, I will cause those places to bloom for you. So who would have thought in the desert of interstitial lung disease, he would cause flowers and new life to bloom. Right. Exactly. In that wilderness. Right. Right. But he's saying, I'm going to do something new for you. Don't you see what I'm doing? But we don't recognize it. No, Lord, I don't know what's going on. I'm all the way out here. But this is the place where you bloom. Right. Right in dead smack in the middle yeah. of your disease. Right. He caused a flower to come yeah. out. He said, I'll make those dry places wet. I'll bring streams in a desert for you. Wasn't it dry? Oh, oh yeah, wow. like it was, oh, it was truly oh, dry. Exactly. But here you are flourishing. And yeah, I was gonna say one of the problems is is that I began to focus too much on the problem of what I can't do. And that's the thing, you know, we focus on, you know, our ailment. We focus on what we can't do, what the doctor says we can't do. And no disrespect, because we got a doctor right here, Doctor. But <laughs> but yeah, we focus too much on the problem. And I had, you know, in the beginning, years ago, I was focused on the problem. But when I came out, like I said, when I came out to California, I had to shift my focus, guys. That's right. I had to shift my focus. I had to look at what can I do with less than 20% lungs? What can I do? What am I able to do? And I tell you guys, I started to research that and I started to let go. I started right. to let go of the past. I started to let go of all the things that were holding me back. And when I focused on that, I was able to really soar. Yes. You know, yes. I was able to soar. Now, 
I'm doing five, six miles. Listen, I okay. I went walking with Melinda <laughs> P one time. Actually, I've been walking with her several times. And this and sister, I, she ain't been back since. No, you ain't get me out there. You get up every morning here and go walk. I sit right here and eat and watch the news. Okay, I could not keep up with this woman. Matter of fact, we were walking. And she thought I was right next to her, was talking. I was like a block behind Exactly. Her. I was like, let her go on. And folks, really, what's wrong with that picture? <laughs> you got somebody on oxygen, right? Look, and they walk in, what, uh, where, no, they're walking at a speed where the other person who's not on oxygen. I could keep up with this woman. And then, what may, I would tell you, I copped an attitude because <laughs> she was, walk, everything in California is uphill. Right. I don't know how it was uphill to her house and uphill away from her house. It, it was never going downhill. So we have gotten to the top of a hill. She talking about, um, turn my oxygen up uh, and we going to take this other hill. I was like, uh-huh. No, we not. I don't have any oxygen. Turn my oxygen up so we can take this hill. I was like, no, what I'm going to do is I'm turning around and I'm going to go up this hill back to your house even though we walked here up a hill. Right. <laughs> and then there was a sign talking about there's some rattlesnakes, but they shouldn't bother you. Oh, if you man. don't bother, I told her, later for you, Melinda P. Yeah. I'm going back. I tell to people, don't get it twisted. To the house. I tell them, don't get it twisted. You know, just because I'm on oxygen. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it twisted. Uh-huh. No. Uh, so, but, 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 yeah. but see what God did exactly. for you because you were willing to walk away from everything that you knew exactly. and allow God to do a new thing that is true. in your and life. a new thing. And that new thing was a result of having an increased quality of life. Yes. Because I went from them saying I have three years where now it's been five years. And we still haven't had the lung transplant, okay, because we're doing great. We're feeling great. And God has so much, you know, for me that, you know, that was how I started refocus on you as well, you know, because of because of the challenges and the things that I had went through. And because I trusted God. Yes. I was able to see that new thing. I was able to walk up them steps. Like I said, you ain't got to, you know, jam up there, you know, run up the stairs. No, but just a little. I always tell, you know, one of our aunts, my Aunt Lucille, I love you dearly. Shout out to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, she's on oxygen as well. And I always tell her, Auntie, I said, look, just do a few steps. Just try. Do a few steps. If it ain't walk into the mailbox and back. And then you can go further and yes. further and further later on. That's right. And it's important. It's important because if we get so hung up on what we can't do, we'll never know what we we can. Exactly. Just like what Dr. E said, we'll never know what we can. And so I'm here to encourage you to let go of some of those things that are holding you back. Even if it's an opportunity, a new job, a new lifestyle. Maybe you've been in a situation where it's just bringing you down. It's been troubling you. You haven't been able to get anywhere. Your finances are bad and you're just going through some things. You know, ask God what he has for you. Ask God what he has for you. And when he tells you, let go. Don't be afraid to let go. Don't be afraid of change. Because like I said, a lot of the Israelites, if they would have known 
to not complain mm. and be grateful and excited and look forward to the new thing that God was going to do for them. Yes. A lot of them would have made it over to the promised land. If they would have just known that it was all a process of giving them the yes. Canaan land. Exactly. The, it, they were routed through the wilderness mm-hmm. and routed through the desert. Yeah. But it was on the way to what God had promised. And exactly. And what happened, you know, when they had got to a, you know, when the Israelites said it was in the wilderness, they were so focused on what they didn't have. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that God couldn't even bless them right. with what he had for them. And that's the situation sometimes a lot of us are in right now. We're so focused on what we didn't have, you know, what we don't have. We're so focused on, Lord, why don't I help this? And why didn't you give it? That how can he bless us with something new mm-hmm. when we're still in the old, you know, that's setting? Right. It's still right. in the old and mindset. And we don't want to let go of that exactly. mindset. We don't want to let go of that place. We don't want to let go of that person. We don't want to let go of that habit because we know it. We know it. Exactly. But once again, we'll say to you, God is doing a new thing for you. Trust him. Walk in the new thing and allow God to take you to places you never mm-hmm. thought you could mm-hmm. go and allow you to achieve things that you never thought you could ever achieve simply because you were willing to trust him, let go of the past, and embrace a new future. Accept yeah. change. That's all I have to say, look, guys. Accept change. Embrace it. You know, if I had clung tight to the past, and what it was and what it did for me. And I wouldn't have never enjoyed the opportunity that I'm in right now. No, we wouldn't be sitting I, here I be sitting doing here. this. Exactly. You wouldn't exactly. have the air to do it. No, mm-hmm. exactly. That's right. That's right. And, and so I just ask a lot of you who are going through some things or who are sitting in a situation, who are miserable, who are battling with all kinds of health issues. I want you to look at some things that you can do and start with that. Start with some things that you can do, all right? And ask God for the ability to be able to do some more as time goes on. But don't focus on what you can't do. That negativity will mess us up, guys. It will stop you from going ahead in life. It will stop you from living life You know, when you put that negativity of what you can't do in the mind, it really holds you back. That's right. So, like I said, you know, let go. Like we've been talking, let go. And let God. And let God. There it is. That's a nice way to Amen. That's a wrap, folks. We thank you for listening to another episode of Refocus on You. Again, the title was Letting Go. Check us out at www.refocusonyou.com. And check out our YouTube that we'll be doing some different videos. I'll be adding some different videos on that in the future. But always, like I said, remember to rest, relax, refocus, renew, and relive. I got a little brain frog. I got a little brain frog for a minute here. It's like, okay. But anyway, we love you. See you next time. 
Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the Refocus on You podcast. Refocus on You is a 501c3 nonprofit organization geared to inspire and help those who have been given a life-threatening medical diagnosis. The organization goal is to improve the overall health and mental well-being. Your generous contribution will go to the education of others as they pursue the betterment of their health. If you would like to learn more about the Refocus on You ministry, connect with us at www.refocusonyou.com. That's www.refocusonyou.com. And the letter U.com. And while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter and don't forget to check out the 5RS store and grab a Refocus on You t-shirt or coffee mug. As always, we thank you for your support and remember to rest, relax, refocus, renew, and relive. See you next time.